Welcome to another episode of Post Game, the ABS-CBN News Sports Podcast. This is Dominic Menor of abscbnnews.com. I work the sports beat, and today we will be talking about um, the ASCALs, uh, the Philippine men's national football team. And joining us is a forever insider of the team. He is now the team media officer, Mr. Sedelf Tupas. Sedelf, kumusta? I know you're still in quarantine. Coming off uh, the Suzuki Cup, um, I hope you're well, man. Yeah, uh, thank you so much for inviting me, Dom. Uh, it's been a while. Um, I would have loved to uh, talk to you in a different uh, situation, like um, you know, just catching up. But uh, we have uh, new responsibilities now, and uh, you know, um, I'm just you know, I'm here, and I'm. Uh, I'm willing to to share whatever you you want uh, you you need information uh, from the team or or any insight that you need. Uh, being me being with the team for for quite a long time already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still remember us uh, covering the Suzuki Cup back in 2010 in Jakarta. That's the first time uh, I saw you as uh, uh, really close to football, Philippine football at least. Pero fast forward to now. Uh, what's your takeaway on the ASCALS campaign? Um, obviously, they fell short of the goal of reaching the semis, but still, may, may positive takeaways from, from, from that stint. Well, you, you, know, um, you know, football is a results-based business, but, uh, you know, and, and for, the, for, for Filipino football fans, um, uh, I don't think they, they'll be ha- they would be happy with the, with the result of the team. But, um, Considering everything that has happened uh, during the pandemic and and the lead up to the tournament, I thought you know, <laughs> I hate to say it, but we got what we deserved. <laughs> but um, and also at the same time, um, um, you know, I, I have nothing but um, you know, pray. You can I cannot say anything more about our players because um, you know it's very hard to compete in a in a tournament during a pandemic, Dom, and uh, you know us being part of the staff is, you know, even bearing uh, some, a huge sacrifice as well, because we're still here. We're still in quarantine and we could have easily gone home after the pandemic, after the, the, the tournament, really straight to the airport, to our homes, but no, it's not, it's not the case We're we're, we're you know, we have to spend five days in, in a, in a facility and um, you know, the a big, you know, you, you know the, the, the things that happen in Singapore, you know, you know we cannot, take it back but uh, i think uh, there are some uh, big lessons to learn out of it um it's uh you know the suzuki cup um is considered you know the most prestigious tournament in southeast asia it's where the asca started really making a name for themselves um if you think about our record over the last six editions of this tournament we've been to the semifinals four times so the expectations um, are really high to make it again but unfortunately, uh, it was far from an ideal, you know, preparation or build up to the tournament. And uh, also, um, but you know, the the thing about this team is that they gave themselves a chance to win every, you know, even every game, even against a powerhouse like Thailand. I thought we 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 could have gotten something out of that game. Uh, Singapore, we just you know caught, we just got caught for three really bad minutes of, of play, but the rest of the way we were really hardly, you know, hardly troubled. So considering that 
you know, the result is not satisfactory, but considering all the all the things that have been happening and all the all the things that you have to consider and you know all the challenges and difficulties of competing in a pandemic, I thought um, it was already you know it was already uh, not really remarkable, but it was already um, something that we can be you know happy about. I'll go back to the Thailand game because um, a controversy seemed to have stemmed out of that match. But uh, I'll rewind back to to March of 2020 um, when the pandemic hit. Uh, from that time until uh, before the Suzuki Cup, how how much of a setback was this whole COVID thing, the team? Well, it, it it's really you know when when you have a when you have a team that's whose players are based all over the world, it is always going to be a problem um, and. We are not the richest football country in the world as well, so we cannot just say that, hey, you're 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 someone from the Bundesliga, like a Garrett Holtman. Hey, Garrett, can you come over to the Philippines? Can you, you know, can you spend a few days here and 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 train with the team? Um, gotta get it. it it's the the problem really with 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 what the team that we have. It's um, you they they're all over the world and. You know that you can't just you have to find a way to get them together to play to play together. Um, at the point when the when the pandemic happened, we were supposed to play Guam and the, the Maldives in um, I don't know Guam first here in Manila, which was supposed to be March late March. Um, you we would have all the players available then because it was a FIFA window. Um, that's the problem with the Suzuki Cup because it's, it doesn't fall on the FIFA window. So uh, if you if you play in the FIFA window, uh, clubs are compelled to release their players. But if it's not in the FIFA window, you are at the mercy of football clubs, of the employers of these players that we have. So that, that's the that's the downside of not playing in a FIFA window with the setup that we have right now. Um, And then we would have gotten a couple of games uh, against China and Maldives in June, so that uh, June 2020. So that was the. I thought we were we were actually you know building up very well. I remember uh, we were on a quite on a high when we drew against China in Bacolod. This was around October 2019, and then um, moving to beating the Maldives in the Maldives, and then. Uh, narrowly losing to to Syria in Dubai, so that was the last three games that you know I I went with the team and then I and I said oh this is this is going to be very promising um you know you know win win a couple of games and and you know make that China match a, a bit more relevant and meaningful and then who knows you know who knows we can make make a result so so that tournament has been was moved to June 2021. And you know, was chaotic as well because of the pandemic. We were supposed to play in Shanghai and then ended up playing in Dubai, you know, and and you know, a lot of lost resources over there because of 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 the things that you have to go through to and that's the change in plans. So, uh, it's it the problem is we you cannot settle with with the pandemic. You're not settled down because um, something always crops up. You have to be. Uh, ready, like even in the Suzuki Cup in the build-up, 
you we were actually worried with the Omicron variant, you know, flying to Singapore with with you know, with the threat of the Omicron variant hanging over our heads. So, um, yeah, it's it's not a it's not it's not easy, but when it's time to you know buckle down to work, uh, I think I think we with you know the the players that we have they they understand what it means to to represent the country. It's um, when you you cannot find anyone on that team right now that doesn't really you know now I'm here for I'm here for my career I'm here for for something that you know and, uh, you know I'm here for myself now it's it's not uh, it's not that type of team you know when you you talk they 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 genuinely care about their results about their performances and that's why they actually also demand a lot from 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 the staff from the management from the federation so um it's it's hard to expect a lot of things when you know the level of uh, you know the level of um, resources isn't also there so uh, that that that's the that's the setback i think because you know if if we we could have you know marketed the team better you know probably get more sponsors in if this was there was no pandemic because the, the 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 team is actually it's actually a better team than what we have many many years ago. <laughs> if if the if people are asking, you know, if the Askers improve, of course they've improved greatly. But the other countries improve, and um, you know we're we're actually in a better place now than 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 in many years ago. Take us through that Thailand game. They actually set out uh, for that game with with um, in a different formation than. W- and when we, the players could not get settled, and they were playing um, so defensive, you know, they were just chasing shadows the the entire almost the entire first half. Um, they decided to change the system, so from three five three four three we changed to a four four two, and then, so the goal happens. Um, first goal happens, and then um, the the. When we get into the locker room at halftime, it's like even though we're you know they, we were we didn't have the ball a lot, we're we're still in the game at one nil, right? And then so, so the, the players were taking encouragement from that, and then have it it the 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 goal of of uh, Patrick Reichelt happens, and then you know all of a sudden there, there's there's life there, but Thailand were were pretty quick to 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 respond. I I you know when when I was when we were still, you know, we're, we were crack, catching our breath, and then the, the 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 Thai coach sends in three subs, all in quick succession, all in all at the same time. You the the current the current rule now is you can make five subs, but only on three occasions. So when 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 he sends in three players, um, I thought we didn't respond uh, immediately after that. And and one of those three players actually um, um, got the penalty. Um, it was number eight, Titipan, and uh, it was a very soft penalty. In my opinion, that wasn't so that wasn't supposed to be a penalty. But when you raise your le- uh, leg right like that, like what Amani did, he you know you 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 entertain, you give the referee an idea to to you know to entertain thoughts of of blowing the whistle. So. That was really a, a heartbreaker. But what worries me was that after the goal, it seemed like it took us a while again for for 
for to respond to what's going on because we didn't have another threat um until you know Bienve Marañon came on very late Ami Nazari came on very late I thought they could have you know they could have been been put in earlier um so so that was it um just just some weird um some very um intriguing decisions also uh, not 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 really questioning the coaching staff but champion I I also have my own opinion so and and, and you know I I try to also share what I what I what I believe was you know uh, but you know after the after the game it's really you know um you cannot really <laughs> do much after that but just just analyzing what what happened right and after that match as soon as um uh, the team faces Myanmar Bienve scores a hat-trick in the first half. How significant is Bienve's contributions to the team in this particular tournament? Uh, you, you know, the, 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 I know this, this has been said so many times, but, but Bienve is such, a, is such a wonderful person. You know, um, I've, I've known him for, for five, six years already and ever since he came here. And uh, he, he he has just been you know, a, a, a first class person. And uh, um, when this naturalization process happened for him, um, it's um, it was something that really stemmed out of a love for the country. And uh, um, I didn't even think that the the federation um, was really totally involved in this. It was a personal initiative. From him and and getting help from a few friends, uh, to to get um to get his his papers uh on on you know get his papers so, and then um and then he joins the team, uh, very familiar with with some of the players there um played for Ceres for a long time and now United City so he's got some really good friends because almost I think you know one third of the team was once with with Ceres so. He, he was very familiar with with all of them and then you know his, his personality his, his love for the country you know it really shines through every time uh and then you saw him he was at his best against Myanmar that was that was the Bienve I know that was the Bienve that I I I got used to covering when I was was traveling with Ceres all the time you know give him a chance give him a sniff in the inside the box and 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 he'll make you pay and and those are different types of goals as well that you saw um one was really uh, you know being being accurate that was a very difficult angle to to shoot his first goal second goal was more of a of, of a po- two the last two goals were more of poacher type goals so um it, it gives the Aska someone like like um when 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 Phil Young husband was there he wasn't really a, a poacher type of player. He, he he really likes to get on the ball and you know takes his time and 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 and, and shoots. But Bienve doesn't need that. He 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 likes to get on the ball, likes to run into spaces. So um, that's that's really what something that that um, that uh, that is a a big plus to the team. We haven't had that type of player actually. So. Um, when when he came on against Myanmar, I was I was really happy for him that uh, finally you know everyone is seeing why you know why he's in there, why you know why why we need someone like him. I know he's not the youngest of players, but um, we can squeeze out a few more years from him. I think 
um, and he will be very a very important player for us in probably the next two years. I think one of the things about like uh, I, I'm looking at his age; he's 35, um, and then Shrock is also 35. With the pandemic, you know, you you lessen the chances of them making an impact on the team, knowing that you know um, the tournaments can be wonky scheduling. And also, you, you don't know if it's going to push through or not. So uh, you don't know who's going to be on the team because availability, that, uh, that factors in. So uh, you mentioned you, a few years that you can squeeze out of, out of BNV and, and even Shrock. Uh, how, how fast is this window closing for them? Very fast. <laughs> uh, we 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 have uh, we have uh, Asian Cup qualifiers in June. Um, that's for twenty twenty three the twenty twenty three Asian Cup in China. So and then and then I think there's a Suzuki Cup also next year uh, because they have to go back to the to the the correct um, dates the years of the Suzuki Cup because the Suzuki Cup was supposed to be in twenty twenty. So. Um, so there's a there's a couple of big tournaments um, next year uh, for the Ascas. One one is the Asian Cup qualifiers. It's gonna be just one go, and you know you play three matches in like in like ten days, and if you come out on top of the group, you you know you go through to the Asian Cup. So um, I think I think uh, Schrock and 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 Benve will play a role in there, but uh, you know. As much as we love them, you know, to to be with us for a long time, it's just you know natural you know progression that you know that the team will will evolve and um, will undergo another period of transition, similar to to when 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 the likes of Rob Gear, Jerry Lucena retired, um, Phil and James were still there, but you know that their 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 years are also numbered, so. This batch also has its own um, similar, similar uh, case, and uh, we're looking at someone like uh, an an Amani Aguinaldo or a Daisuke Sato to um, to bridge that gap also with the younger players now that we have. So it's a it's an interesting period uh, for for the Ascas as well. The, the the team that we saw in Singapore in Singapore. Is this the team at full strength, or were we missing some some players? You're smiling. Can you expound on that? Absolutely not. Um, you know, this is a this is a not 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 no no. You know the the players that we have in Singapore, they're all they're all my friends, and they're all um, I, I respect them. I I salute them for for everything that they've done. But this is going to uh, next year is going to be very very. Um, interesting because there's going to be huge um, um, competitions for places in that team just to make the lineup is going to be very very difficult you've got you've got Garrett Holtman who plays for Bochum in in Germany coming in um, Patrick Strauss who has not been playing for a while now because he's tied up with his club and has not been released was injured during last June so he wasn't able to play um, we also missed Manny Ott, who got injured just a few days before the tournament, and Jeff Tabinas from from Japan, who 
was uh, unable to go because he was um, a bit uh, worried with the with his uh, return to Japan if he can make it back. Uh, so so, and and of course Neil Etheridge, who could forget him? So there there's like when you think about starting players, I think you know six or seven who were not there could have could have easily started for the team. Wow. But you know that is the problem also because when you start to romanticize and fantasize about players not being there and wanting them to be there you get caught up with with this fantasy that you're and you do forget that you know you have to plan accordingly with the players that you have you with the new work with them so um i think um there has to be a balance of uh, you know uh fantasizing of our of our dream team and also uh looking at and planning accordingly with those players who are available so is this where your uh, so you brought up resources a while ago uh, so is that's where that comes in the ability to bring them in the money to bring them in pero is it isn't schedule a factor too because you know they're they have their own club commitments and it's you know it's not an it's not a unique situation where in in the philippines where you're missing out on your players because they have all these various um, commitments to, to, to their clubs. Pero are both the resources and the schedule factors? Ah, yeah, definitely. And, and um, you know, the thing about um, international football is that uh, you don't, because you don't have players, um, you know, you have to come up with, with, Every second has to be planned out. So, so more than the resources, it's actually also really um, a, a plan. A plan you have to have a plan that's really down to the last second. That to make sure that everything is is dealt with and and everything is ready for for the players. So. Um, resources can 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 help but it's also you know the the organization side that that uh, really also has to be spot on for and 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 of course you know that comes with a lot of things scheduling and and um and you know logistics it's interesting you mentioned a while ago you uh, how intense or how uh, passionate they are about winning Because you know when 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 coaches uh, talk to the media, it's normally a lukewarm, almost you know scripted thing where they say it, it's measured. It's not as passionate as as uh, most people would think. Pero now that you mentioned the uh, uh, commitment nila to winning and how intense they are, can you describe what that is like in the inside the locker room? The first, uh, the first thing that you know, um, when you when you brought that up, I think first thing that that go, goes to my mind is is Daisuke Sato. The say the example of Daisuke Sato because we were doing some content for our social media. Um, so I I knew that he his dad passed away like a few days before the Suzuki Cup. So um, I was trying to because he hasn't been playing for the Ascas for like almost 
know, since the pandemic and then even before that, he was not called up because he's he seemed to be struggling, seems to be going through something. So he wasn't called up for a while. And, you know, I tried to, you know, warm warm up to him. You know, it's it, it seems like he was a new player there because he I haven't seen him for a while. And I have tried so, you know, so made attempts to interview him like many times already and he has refused to do so so that that was my chance um i thought i thought he had a very compelling story that you know and uh so i um he was actually in tears telling the story about his dad and um trying to he wanted his dad to see him play for the philippines one last time before passing away but he uh, was not he did not make it did not make it through until the the tournament he and and you know telling his story about his dad not you know being a uh, being a tough tough guy trying to hide the the soft side and and and, and sato is such a soft softy you know he he was he was in he was in tears and and you know, he he always um, you know, that imagine that that you know seeking finding refuge in representing the Philippines for, for that and and he was actually one of our top players um, ended up one of our top performers in the Suzuki Cup. Um, he was recognized by the AFF Suzuki Cup website as one of our top defenders of the tournament so far. So you know when you have uh, someone like that, he did not also. He did not want it, not want to 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 show up to the to be back with the national team again until he was what he thinks he was, you know, in his best form. He was trying to, he was ignoring people because he he felt that he's fallen off the level that was expected of him. So uh, so this is some this is something else. I'm like, oh, that's why he was he was not talking to me, he didn't want to speak to me and didn't want to, you know, he isolated himself from everyone because he, he he wanted to get back to the form that, that you know, made him good enough to be part of the team. So, uh, you know, I think that's just one example. Amania Aguinaldo is another one. He leads all our, leads all the, the prayers in the, in the pregame prayers and, you know, always mentions, you know, we are bigger, uh, you know, what we're doing here is bigger than ourselves, you know, and, and Amani is just a nice example of, of a, of a young homegrown player making it big, um, making it to the, to, to the Thai league, being a regular in the Thai league, which is a very uh, competitive league and earning good money, uh, probably better than some PBA players that we have here. I don't know if this is a fair question to ask, but for a team like Thailand, for a team like, uh, Singapore or to a certain degree, I mean Vietnam and Indonesia. What are they doing right? Oh wow! Um, first, infrastructure. I think um, they do have infrastructure facil- and facilities. Um, it's uh, and, and during COVID, I think um, it was crucial that, like for Thailand, for example, most of their most of the owners of their clubs there are actually involved in government. So when they, they, when they wanted to resume the league, the government had no choice but to, <laughs> this is for, <laughs> hey, you have wow. to resume the league. Here, here it's not the wow. case, right? Even, even the PBA has a, pro, has a tough time 
exactly. Yeah, I was about to say so, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so things like that. There's a special concession every time from 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 government and all. But you know, easy, easily, really. You know, you've stayed in Indonesia. You know how how people treated football. It's like a religion there, um, and and that passion. I think. There is something like that here, but it's a smaller sample size. But you can just you need to multiply that to be to be um, you know to be as as popular as in the other countries. But uh, really, it's 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 big work. It it requires a lot of uh, a lot of work on from the ground up, uh, and and the culture that we have with 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 basketball does not help. Because you know you you know where where the kids go when they you know when they want to get take up a sport they want to go to to basketball they, we always lose out just because also we don't have a facility so every every everything has to to mesh together um, Vietnam Thailand they all have um, really solid academy systems and uh, um, and 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 somehow you know at the same time. I felt I had this conversation with 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 a few with a, one of the assistant coaches before. It's like, you know, when Thailand is Thailand, Malaysia, Indonesia, Vietnam, they're spending X amount of money for football, right? They have they have private sponsors coming in. They're actually the ones who you know, they're actually the ones being approached, not the other way around, right? So, um, and for like for example, Malaysia. Look how big Malaysian football is, right? They can fill up a ninety thousand stadium, um, but they didn't make it to the semifinals, just like us. <laughs> and, and and surely uh, they spent more money than us <laughs> in running their team, right? So so things like that, you know. Um, so we're, we're we're trying we're we're actually we're we're punching above our weight to say the least, right? And and of course we're you know yes. it, it looks like. We're going to be re- relying on a lot of uh, a lot of these, uh, you know, on the on the diaspora. With you know, some some great player comes up that has a Filipino mom or Filipino dad, but uh, eventually you you really have to make sure that uh, the base here is um, is good enough. So um, I think you know, Amani Aguinaldo is one example. Um, now. Um, there's a few youngsters in the team. Sandro Reyes is one. He's 18, but he grew up in Barcelona. Um, he, he he grew up here and they moved to Barcelona. And we have Mardiano from UE, a UEAP player, and of course Harvey Gayoso, who just missed out on the spot on a spot in the squad because he was injured. So, um, you know, creating heroes, lahat na lahat na ng marketing gimmick kailangan mong execute dito just to to keep the sport relevant and I don't think there's enough people working in football who are who are passionate about it because, you know, not not really to 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 you know to you know lift ourselves, but um, there's a certain there has to be a certain degree of love for for football because this this sport can easily discourage you, you know, and and you have to really um, find to dig deep, kumbaga. Let's do it. A couple of questions before I let you go. So, so you like the direction of the ASCAS development? 
Ah, definitely, you, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah def- definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm all for. It's really more of a pathway to, to you know, to the national, to the senior team, um, and um, also is a good attraction for the league. I, I'm, I'm, I'm all for for promoting the the league as well because, um, you know, the reason why I think Thailand, Vietnam. Myanmar, Malaysia did not have problems calling up their players was because they all play for their leagues. So that that's that's e- that's that seemed to make uh, the the call-ups easier for them. So it, it it ADT is 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 a pathway number one for for players who want to get better, who want to get who want to move up and also a a, a good a good um a good good addition to to the league so uh it's um it's gonna be constantly changing the adt so you you'll you know definitely um it for this year uh, for next year i think it might be used for the build-up to the sea games uh for for the for the for the under 23 under 22 team for the sea games so um it's it's a it's a good uh, program that we have to really continue so you mentioned a while ago uh, your plans for next year. So what does the calendar exactly look like for the ASCOS in 2022? Well, there, there's um, no, of course, if ideally you want to capitalize on the international windows. So there's a window in January, there's a window in March, and then there's the big window in June where they're going to be playing a turn, uh, the qualifiers. Then another one in September, October, and November. So uh, October, probably October. Sorry, November is going to be World Cup, and this December, November, December is going to be World Cup. So, um, you look at that, and uh, and you also have to also consider the under twenty three team on the Sea Games in May. So it's quite a busy busy year ahead uh, for 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 the under twenty two team and and the senior team. So, uh. What's important is is really to capitalize on the FIFA windows where the team can be together, can play some some friendly matches. Um, and again, it's easier said than done during this time of pandemic. You know, um, nung June this year actually, when you look back in June, when we called up the players uh, after the June tournament, they had to do fourteen day quarantine in their respective countries. So. Um, their clubs must be fuming. <laughs> you know, you're, you're you're holding our players too long. You know, so uh, yeah. so hopefully the situation gets better um, with with COVID and all, and and uh, we can uh, we you know the play the, the players and the national team can play regularly from now on. You know, if if 2021 has taught me anything, it's um, it's that anything is possible. Sports, and I hope you know uh, that uh, it's only a matter of time before uh, the Ascals pull off a miracle themselves, the Suzuki Cup. So, Delph, thank you very much for your time. Uh, it was a pleasure talking to you, man. Thank you so much, Dom. Uh, I'm 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 glad uh, to be part of this. Salamat.